called the TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. It is. Go on, say. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Hello, and welcome to Smaller on the Outside. Uh, or as I would like to call it, So Cat. The best. The first, the only. Doctor podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I'll be your chess-playing Time Lord this evening. And uh, with me, as always, is the companion Andy. That's right. And uh, of course, you know him. Sometimes he's here, and sometimes he's not. It's the Timbot. Oh, I just dropped a bottle of ketchup on my foot. So we have uh, the second to last episode of Doctor Who entitled Nightmare in Silver, Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. First, let's have some announcements, and uh, I believe I'll pass the torch on over to uh, Andy for this one. Announcement? Yeah. Uh, I can talk about my, my website. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you created a uh, a website for Doctor Who. Uh, for what class was that again? It was uh, for web development. Um, for web development. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's not online or anything, but it basically has a page for every single Doctor. It has like a biography. Um, then the plan was to also have pages for like every companion ever. Um, all the different mythological elements, all the uh, um, gadgets and and villains, and and then also another page for uh, like the history behind the scenes and stuff. I, I didn't finish all that. I only finished the biographies for the Doctor, but um, I did like eighteen thousand words for all that. There's, all there's myself. Link, links for pages like Reddit and us, right? Yeah, I, I put I put a link to. Yeah. To this site and the TARDIS Wikia, and if you click on any of the links to the unfinished pages, it automatically generates a link to the TARDIS Wiki version of that article. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, you'll still get the information you want. It won't uh, be written what, by me though. What was the assignment? What was the rules of the assignment? Just create a website, basically. Um, I did it so that everything is all on the same page, so it's more like a web app, sort of. So, so when, you, when you click on anything, it automatically loads without having to load a new page. So basically you were a brown noser, is that correct? No. <laughs> or overachieving, stu- overachieving student. I may have expected myself to do too much because I didn't finish everything I had planned. Are you gonna Are you gonna post that online at all? At all? Perhaps. I don't know. Okay, if you do, let me know so we could link it. Uh, um, but now let's go ahead and talk about our episode of the evening entitled "Nightmare in Silver." 
Hedgewick's World, the biggest and best amusement park there will ever be. It closed down. Reports of people just vanishing. No need to panic, my young friends. We all know there are no more living Cybermen. Attack formation, quickly! Don't wander off. I don't even know why it was called that. Silver, really. silver well, references okay. the the Cyberman. Yes, the, this episode was pretty much it's a Cyberman episode, and it does start out with those roommate kids people uh, of Clara's. Like we we're thinking, it doesn't really go into to anything. It's just they're there. <laughs> their their characters are pretty annoying, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all that important. Um, they're just kind of there for somebody for the doctor to save. Pretty much, that's the only reason that why they're there. But they they all, all travel to this planet that's a it's a planet which is an amusement park uh, run down because it it doesn't even really run anymore. It's kind of kind of like a ghost town kind of a deal. And there's this this old guy who lives there. And he shows them this new chess game that he's got going on. He's got a new um, modernized, modern-day uh, chess master, which is uh, a Cyberman, which mm -hmm. is set up by a computer to act like a uh, chess player that will, will win every time. Well, that part sucked. And the doctor's obviously like, oh, not a good idea, because me and the Cyberman aren't the best of buds. <laughs> he's like, it's okay, we all know that the Cyberman is dead, this is just here for display, it's nothing, it's nothing. So there, there's these little cyber bugs, maggots or something, that are the remnants of whatever the Cyberman used to be, and it brings the Cyberman to life. Who would have guessed, right? <laughs> Obviously it was going to happen. Um... <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Keep going. Continue on. I got spoiled. And basic I got spoiled uh, 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 like a month or two ago that the Sp Cybermen were going to be back, uh, but I had forgotten, so I didn't even remember. Oh, <laughs> I, it doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there's these little bugs, and they they bring up back the Cybermen, and the Cybermen start unleashing havoc again, just like they used to, turning humans into Cybermen and and all this and that. And they are upgraded Cyberman, and these upgrades entail super speed, detachable body parts that only the Adams family would love. Um, Say what? Seriously, that was an Adams family reference. Maybe thing. You know, I didn't think, I didn't th I didn't think about that. Yeah, you know, thing uh, walks around just a hand. It was just like that too. Um, I think they had something in the series. Just like that before. They had um, in the Pandorica. Oh, they, never mind. In the Pandorica, there was a Cyberman that was like all ripped apart into different body parts that was attacking them. Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah, I do remember that. But I remember that the arm that was detached was like clawing at the ground and mm -hmm. pulling like a snake would. Like I got a snake in my boots. Grabs onto dirt, gets a good hand, and drags the rest of the arm. 
this one was barking just like Thing in Adam's family. It's got the fingers on the ground. It was running around like legs. Oh. So, yeah. So, basically, the main part of the episode was the doctor getting uh, attacked by the cyber Cyberman and turning into a cyber doctor himself. And in order to protect his his mind and his memories and the s- secrets of uh, of who he is and time travel, he basically uh, challenges this cyber version of himself to play a game of chess. 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 Back to your regular schedule programming. And apparently. Time Lords invented chess. <laughs> of course. Uh, the, the way they filmed it reminded me a lot about, you know, the old uh, Pixar movie where the old guy was playing chess with himself. Like they shot from yeah. this angle, and then they shot from that angle, and made it look like two people were every, playing every, against every each time, other. Every time the, uh, the doctor was talking, it was showing the side of his face that was clean, and the other side, every time the Cyberman was talking, it would focus on the side of his face that had the Cyberman gear on it. Right, and then they're talking inside the Doctor's mind as well and that one's right. how you could tell other than the metal- metallic parts you could tell uh, by uh, you know, color-coded. He was, uh, the Cyberman Doctor was in the blue world while the Doctor was in that uh, golden look. And he was talking a lot about regeneration in one of the scenes saying, I can do it whenever I want. He's uh, but he's he not going caught, to. But. He could use his regeneration power. I don't know if that necessarily means cause a generation to happen, but maybe just, um, you know, use the power to help himself out. Right. And the cyber doctor uh, calls Clara the impossible girl. Yep. Uh, and then she asks the doctor about He's like, I'll tell you later, whatever, whatever. They, yeah, that's not answered in the episode at all, but for some reason, I don't know, The Impossible Girl, a couple of episodes throughout the new series, it almost sounds like a future episode title, doesn't it? The Impossible Girl, like the, the explanation planet. of who Clara is. Yeah, The Impossible Planet, the uh, astronaut, whatever. Oh yeah, The Impossible Astronaut. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Impossible Girl, what about that, huh? There you go. Uh, there was no... Uh, no Craig in this episode. Did you recognize that? Aww. <laughs> but there was a guy, a fat guy in there as well that kind of reminded me of Craig. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. There is no place in this discussion for that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the way that he wins it is he cheats. I'm like, Rule wait, number he, one, the doctor lies. Yes. The, the, the Time Lord created chess, but yet he has to cheat. And the way he does that is he just uses this uh, this red glove to uh, take the thing off of his face. It, um, it discharges the Cyberman or whatever. So he gets that off of him, and he saves the kids who also had Cyberman on them. And then basically the, the entire planet was getting taken over by Cybermen. Well, a lot of the inhabitants wanted to keep the planet alive, even though it was pretty much a ghost town planet. But he's like, listen, you can be eaten by Cybermen or whatever. <laughs> or we can destroy this world by our your self-destruct detonator. 
R2D2 uh, sets up the detonator. I saw him R2D2 because he's like this little midget guy who was controlling the Cyberman. You know, uh, Warwick of... Davis. What? Warwick Davis. Little person. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the little person who uh, or controlled R2D2. Well, it's kind of like controlling uh, Cyberman and thing <laughs> like that. Uh, this episode was written by the same guy who wrote the Doctor's Wife episode. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, so they blow up the planet and are transported. They were beamed up to this mothership, and was it just me, or does this mothership look a lot like the ship in the second episode of the new series? You mean like you know, the, the they... ship with the, with the space whale? The ship where they watched Earth's last moment. Oh, I was thinking the second episode with uh, Matt Smith. You mean the, so? You mean the ship at at the end of the world? Yes. I don't remember what that ship looked like. It it looked identical. I thought it had that big window. They watched the world die again, but it, it was the same color, the same like size. I thought it looked. I thought it looked identical. Hmm. I don't know. Like I don't think that they're ever gonna go back to that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Going back and probably rewatching the series again this summer to, uh, you know, for 50th anniversary and all that. Figure I should rewatch uh -huh. the series. It's a good idea. So uh, uh, then I'll see if I if it looks familiar when I'm watching that. <laughs> yeah. So R2D2 proposes to Clara to rule the world uh, universe with him, and she says no. And the Doctor sets off to find out who Clara is. And that was pretty much the episode. What'd you think of it? Good. I like uh, I liked it a yeah. lot better than the last... What? Oh, yeah, Simon. I, I liked it a lot better than the last episode. A lot. Loads better. Uh, but I still didn't think it felt like a second to last episode in a season. No. Uh, what did you think of the, cyber the new Cybermen design? They were redesigned a little I bit there. I kind of like it, kind of had some issues with it as well, because, yeah. I mean, the Cybermen were always, like, very robotic in their movements, and this one, this felt really human, uh, with, uh, the, the way they walked around and, yeah, well, and I, I don't, I, moved I don't, and I, I don't, I don't mean the, uh, you know, the things on their faces or anything, just the, uh, you know, the, the suits themselves were redesigned a little bit. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess so, I uh, I don't really think I had a problem with the way they looked. I thought they looked pretty similar to how they started out. I thought uh, I knew they did look different, but I thought they went a little too far with the whole upgrading thing. Yeah, um, it looked like they had like no limits. <laughs> yeah, I I think like they it was just like, I, I think it was really cool that they referenced the uh, the weakness to gold because that was an old uh, classic episode where. He defeated them with with gold. Yeah, I, I believe it was the fourth Doctor. But uh. Oh, the episode but that I he defeated. Pretty cool. The episode that he defeated them with gold was called Silver Nemesis, so it had the same uh, the silver in the title. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I, don't I know. thought it was also pretty pretty cool, uh, because uh, last couple days I I've been playing chess myself. <laughs> I hadn't played chess in like over a year, and then I started playing, and then this episode started up. I was like, hey, look at that. Look at that dork! What a <laughs> dork!
You still there? We're having issues. Hello. 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 <laughs> Lost you there for a minute. You have got to have some theories at this point because there's only one episode left. Eh, usually you would think so. Um, there, but the problem is they haven't done much with the mythology. So it's a little disappointing. Um, this season as a whole is pretty they, much disappointing. I mean, there's some episodes here and there that are good, but it had it does not match. The at the all. production quality is fine, and the script writing I think is fine, but at for for individual episodes, it's more it's less serialized than it was before. There there it looks like they're focusing more on you know you can just watch it whenever without knowing what's been happening instead of having to know. So it, it's, it just seems like they're focusing on each episode instead of the series as a whole. In the past they focused quite a bit on the series itself instead of, like they're doing it so that you can jump in wherever you want and that's fine. But they need to also put more of a focus on the mythology and the series as a whole because there's not a whole lot going on and this is the 50th anniversary year so that's it's, it's pretty disappointing that that's happening. Otherwise, I mean, I think the, the the directing, the writing, the visual effects and all that stuff, I think all that's great. It's just I would like to have more about, you know, what's going on with with uh, Clara, you know. Maybe they're holding it off. They're probably holding it off for, for the 50th anniversary or, or the finale or whatever. But Okay, I, uh, I want to quickly go through my theories. And my theories are just based off of last season. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, in this... Yeah. Hold on, the thing is, in this episode, they, they almost, you know, brought some mythology there. They had the Cyberman starting to talk to Clara about how she was the impossible girl. But then they just kind of left it at that. They didn't do anything with it, you know? But my, my theories are based off mostly off of last season and, like, a little bit of this season, obviously. But it's mostly stuff everybody's probably already thinking. And, I mean, we had a whole season of kind of avoiding all the major questions. First of all, silence needs to fall. Second of all, the doctor names needs to be spoken. Silence will fall when the question is asked. All right, they need to both happen at the same time, yeah. Right. Uh, Claire, the mystery of Claire needs to be found out. Right. And finally, does River even, does even, does she have, did she ever, did, did <laughs> River ever meet Clara? Uh, no. No, not that we know of. Uh, it might have happened. It might have happened, but if it did, it would be off the show. Um, on the fields of Trenzalor, at the fall of the 11th, when no creature can speak falsely or fail to answer, a question will be asked. A question must, that must never be answered. The first question, hiding in plain sight. A question he's been running from his entire life. Doctor Who. I was uh, hoping that, you know, I, I figured this stuff would happen in the finale or whatever. But I did expect that, um, you know, there would be stuff leading up to it, but... The only things, there, there's been a few things, like the Daleks forgetting who he is, um, and then same thing with the Cybermen in this episode. Uh, so there's been hints here and there, but there hasn't been a whole lot. 
Alrighty then. I mean, I want to see the season finale most of all, but yeah, the season's mostly been weird. It's just been a weird season. Yeah. Uh, it's not that it's terrible or bad or anything like that. It's still good. It's just you've been watching this show. <laughs> Uh, all right. Are you there? Yes. <laughs> We're getting dropped calls all over the place. You said the season's not bad. It's just that you've been watching the show. Yeah, I've, I, I've been watching this show for about seven years. For you, it's more like fifty. Uh, you know, it's not. We're not. We're not that old or anything. <laughs> we watched uh, that many seasons. <laughs> no. See, the thing is... It's different. It's a completely, like, different route. With Russell T. Davies, um, the the seasons, like, some of the writing wasn't as good, but the mythology was fantastic. Like, each season, it just got more awesome and more awesome. Um, and then, you know, uh, Stephen Moffat, he started out, and it's really awesome. And his, his finales and premieres are usually pretty awesome. Pretty much any episode he writes is awesome. But, um, he doesn't seem to be doing as good of a job uh, maintaining that mythology throughout the season. He did a really good job season 5, and then season 6, it was good, but it wasn't as good. Like, he, he, he wasn't maintaining it as much, and then uh, season 7, again, he lost a little bit more control of the mythology and too much focus on individual episodes, and it seems like the quality is decreasing each season with him, whereas with Russell T. Davies, it was increasing each season. Stephen Moffat's episodes themselves are always perfect, and I'm guessing the finale is written by him. I'm not sure, but um, it usually oh, so? is. Usually <laughs> is. But, I mean, so his episodes themselves, there's nothing wrong with them. The, the, his episodes are almost always perfect, um, all the way from the beginning of this series. He, he didn't... Is he on Sherlock now? He he waited. They're filming Sherlock right now. They they waited to he waited to write Sherlock until they they were done with Doctor Who. I'm pretty sure. But um, so that wasn't a problem. But um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I think maybe after the 50th anniversary or something, maybe or at least maybe once Matt Smith is done, uh, maybe we need a new head writer. Keep keep Stephen Moffat on to do episodes. You know. Maybe finales or he's not keeping that control. Wow. He's not. Keep, I don't know. He he's not keeping that control of uh, you know the mythology throughout the season. He's he's disappointing me a little bit. Like season six to me wasn't as good as season five, and then season seven isn't as good as season six. So I I love the <laughs> premiere. I love the premieres and finales, but I I just I'm not digging the whole seasons as much anymore. But here, here, here you go. Uh, um, when you're thinking about past seasons of, of like just the new series, you, you think back to how much details were in all of these episodes, mm -hmm. especially the one with the uh, the tear in the in Amy's yep. bedroom. Yep. Like there's so much details in each episode. You think the episode right? You go back. You go back. Longer than it really is. You go back to season then, one. Go back to season one. You have Bad Wolf all over the place. You go to season. Uh, I don't remember what season two was. Season three was the Harold Saxon 
with uh, with the master. There's hints of him spread all over the season. Season four, you got Rose, Tyler, and the darkness, and all this stuff all throughout the season. Season five, you've got all the uh, hints to the crack on the wall, and you've got like the doctor coming back and whispering to Amy while she's got her eyes closed. Season six, you've got all those times that he looked um, and was uh, wondering about whether Amy was pregnant or stuff like that. There's, there's, and then the you know like Amy seeing the face opening the door and uh, opening the window in the door. There's things in every single season, but I can't really think of anything like that in this season. I yeah, uh, th- those things yeah those things make the season seem really long, really long when. You think back to them, and yeah. you think to this season, and you're like, is, "Is this a shorter season? What's going on?" Uh, it's just what it seems like because there's just it's just not there's nothing. I mean, you, you, the rest hold on, hold on, we were we were hold on, hold on, um, hold on. <laughs> we were dropped. Um, so I, I I was saying the writing is great, the, the directing is great. Okay. Wow, we are on a huge lag. Hold on. I'm going to hang up for a second. Hello? Hello? You you took forever to answer there. I I said we were on a major lag. I had to hang up and try again. Yeah, we we're having difficulty. Actually, let me I'm having difficulties. Alright. <laughs> okay, I, I was saying that well, that the writing and directing is great, but it's just not holding that myth- mythological element anymore. And that's disappointing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the directing's awesome. I think visually it's stunning. I think... It's not holding uh, that, that serial uh, where, you know... Where you're wondering what's going to happen next, you know, it's not holding that that element to it anymore. Yeah, and they had like last season, like they ended it with such an epic thing, like oh my gosh, yeah. season seven's going to be out of this world amazing. <laughs> and the thing and is, you're watching this and you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, I like Claire and all that, but yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't think it's like, you know, the doctor or or any of the actors or it, I think it's primarily that Stephen Moffat isn't paying enough attention to mythology. He's 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 letting the show get too much into, you know, what's going to happen this week, what's right. going to happen next week. You know, it's not it's not there's no overall arc anymore. Excuse me while I go throw up in my mouth. How much do you want to bet that the episode, even as great as it is, will feel not up to par with other finales? It's because it's not going to be a two-parter. Well, last season's finale wasn't a two-parter either, though, and it, it did pretty good. It see, pretty th- good, see that's, yeah, that that that, that right there. This one's not going to feel up to par either. When when Stephen Moffat said he's not going to do two parters anymore, that should have been a clue, you know. He's like, "What's wrong with a story continuing one week to the next?" That seems like his problem. He's not letting the story continue that way. He's yeah. he's having a new story each time instead of it continuing. It needs it needs to sometimes continue from yeah, one week me, to I the think, next. Yeah, I think the general public likes cliffhangers. Yeah, they're great. I mean, th- think about like. Yeah, when it was Russell T. Davies, uh, pretty much every season finale had a cliffhanger. 
um, you go to, you've got, um, at the end of season one, he turns into uh, David Tennant. At the end of season two, you see, um, you see Donna pop up into his TARDIS in a wedding dress. Uh, <laughs> at the end of, end of season three, you've got the Titanic crashing into his ship. You know, there's always a, a little cliffhanger to, like, basically what's going to happen in the next episode, pretty much. Um, Stephen Moffat's had story arc cliffhangers, like what's going to happen in the next season, but he hasn't really had what's going to happen next, like what's going to happen in the Christmas special, or what's going to happen, in, you know, when the season comes back, or anything like that. Uh, and that's a little. I hope, I hope we get resolution right. on Clara. I hope, I hope we get some resolution on uh, on the ultimate question, something, but. Uh, at this point, I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> All I know is the title of the episode, which I will not... And does that does that give you a hint at, at some something about what might happen? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I won't ask you it's about a spoilery that. title. Okay. So... <laughs> nope. i got to be careful with... See, usually I see the title right before I, you know, start watching the episode, so... Right. So, Sometimes I can't avoid that, uh, but if I, as long as I, I can hold off until right before I start watching it, I might be all right. Anyways, uh, well, guess we'll uh, meet you next week on the discussion for the finale of season seven, uh, the future of Sotocast <laughs> or something. Um, Remember to give us a comment, which you never have done for the entire season. Um, rate us. <laughs> give us a high five. Like us on Facebook. Email us at sodapodcast.gmail.com. All that fun stuff. We'll catch you later. Peace out. Peace out. Can I just butt in here for a second? Peace out.